Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I am your host today as we share... Uh, and explore practicing presence on a date with nature. We can actually begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Jim Elliott said, wherever you are, be all there. Have you ever had a date with someone and they either did not show up or were only partially present? Do you actually set aside time in your busy schedule to be trying to be with nature? but find yourself instead not showing up or not totally there. Nature is a thriving, living being and is available for unlimited number of dates and is open to building a lasting relationship. You do have a choice where to put your attention during your days and where you spend your days. Open up all of your senses. Listen to the birds sharing their songs. Hug a nearby tree. Be in awe and take a look deep into the opening flower blossom. There are so many benefits when you actively let go of ways you may have responded previously. You will find yourself making changes in your life too when you place your attention on an uplifting experience and develop an intimate relationship with nature on a regular basis. Today, we're taking a look at it from a perspective of having a date, you know, first date. And uh, also, how do we show up? You know, what is the best way to show up? How do we actually build upon this important connection? So, a a walk in the park, you know, there are a lot of uh, areas around us that we may not have discovered yet. And some of them are very close. So it's it's a useful to take time around your environment to um, go a different route. Maybe you have a certain process going in different places within your uh, city, your your town, and maybe switch out the actual daily um, route that you do. And you might discover some other things that um, would be of curiosity. And when you do this um, and make uh, the effort to walk in a park, uh, it will smooth the mind. And as we do this, it improves our mental process. And most of us living in cities um, spend so much time in the um, inside of buildings and also uh, not as much time outside in natural green areas. Uh, we become more um, at risk for anxiety and depression and other illnesses than people that are living in uh, more of a green area. So what we also are looking at here is having a, an idea of helping care for nature. Um, it's interesting because there are some real basics, like um, when we think of the idea of taking care of nature, it's something where we're thinking in terms of picking up litter. Uh, We have 
people that take care of that a lot in our parks and that is actually their job but wouldn't it be interesting if all of us become more responsible for our our existence and taking care by helping pick up things that someone else has left um but we're doing things um from a standpoint of recycling we're um maybe buying more organic and they're really helping um in a good sense but are they really taking care of nature it's ingrained in us that environmentalists that um we are considering that there's different ways to do these things but it's also implying that in we're when we're discussing this we're implying that we must take care of nature but that has us being the uh uh caregiver and that we have dominion over it and actually humans are um you know nature is taking care of humans it's it's responsible for keeping us healthy because we're actually the part of the system and um you don't go to nature we are part of the same system so when we think about this we've talked about the law of one and how uh, we are all part of everything um so we're also part of the the way that we care for nature is maybe how we care for ourselves some of it can make um us feel like we go around and around in our discussions but um it's also taking a look at it and saying okay well we're not fixing something here we're um it's something that has we're becoming a more of a steward of the environment and taking care of uh different things within the nature area because we we value that relationship and so we're asking people to um uh, become more uh, aware and being present we're taking a look at um how the the different uh, aspects are and um we want to treat nature as an equal so when we take a look at uh, rivers and trees and rocks and plants and animals and insects these are all um you know parts of this exploring exploring of nature and when we have a date with nature we're actually having a date with a lot of different beings and it may be feeling like we're by ourselves when we're um walking in a park if there's no other people around but it's how we interact with that environment as we expect ourselves to um uh, be on a a, a different process when we're out in nature sometimes it becomes difficult because others don't have the same opinion that this is a valuable uh relationship and event and they may uh be also on the same trail or uh walk area and maybe they don't have the same kind of um appreciation for listening if you're in the mode of initially um presenting yourself to this new environment you're going to be observing possibly being more present <clears throat> it's important to be present as you go um into this environment as you're going to benefit so much more so that <clears throat> as uh, as you're present possibly others have um allowed voice and so 
having other people in a different way working within themselves, um, maybe not quite present. It can be disturbing, but it's also having um, the ability to step forward as a certain uh, level and say, okay, this is what uh, a distinction of this is how I'm going to present myself to the um, process of of being in nature is having a better choice of actually coming together with with um, quiet and having myself participating with what is going on. So there are some pre-planning trips you might want to that are like a basic level of fitness. And when you go out into uh, different park areas on trails, um, sometimes trekking can be hard work and um, it's you might build up a sweat or have have sores or um, having blisters, but in the the big picture, you're going to um, possibly find some untouched, pristine scenery, and um, and that is something where um, as you become more open to being present, you'll you will be. Uh, able to actually benefit from actually being in that environment. Um, So as you're prepping yourself in this uh, important process, it's taking a look at how to, you know, do some tips for getting uh, ready to go on a trek. So you want to start walking and, um, and having it so that you're in a training mode and you step forward with um, how having you know yourself a, a different walking style, and you may want to start walking in a smaller way in around the blocking blocks area, and then uh, expand from there and uh, work with some smallish distances, so that as you're work, working up your training. You may want to leave a day or so in between and let yourself recover. And as you get more fit, you're going to be able to add more sessions so that each day you're building up your stamina for going into um, a, a more lengthy trek. And as you do this, you'll want to actually be able to walk four to six hours before, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's like four to six hours. It sounds like a long time, but that's also adding it so that you build up your, your, uh, your physical in, uh, cardio routines um, to make it easier as you're doing longer walks. And cycling is awesome also for building up muscles. But there are other ways. Mostly it's getting out and moving and being able to uh, take um, yourself into the environment. So you're getting, uh, you're not just exercising, but you're also getting your uh, cardio going. Stair climbing is a a good choice too, so that you're building up different uh, exercise areas there too. But you want to make sure that you're walking properly and... Um, as you do this, you're, you might find yourself hitting the ground with your heel first and then rolling onto your toe, which helps to move you to the next step. You want to walk with your head up and your eyes forward and not be bent over. That 
can create some back problems. And as you're doing this practicing, also you want to um, add different terrains so that you're you're maybe walking. Um, if you do a lot of local walking, you might be finding yourself going on on level ground, but you also might want to add uh, so that you have some hills and work with um, a, a up and down type of terrain. And as you walk, also you might uh, find yourself, um, depending upon the the time of year uh, and the weather, uh, finding yourself that you're not always in perfect weather for trekking around. If it's um, stormy or rainy, uh, it could be all kinds of different weather conditions. And so, of course, you want to be uh, getting yourself ready for from a a um, environment you know, being able to have the proper clothing for however the weather is. So as you go along here, you might want to work with having a a trek with a backpack too because you're carrying your own backpack. Um, Possibly you'll be carrying extra things like your camera or snacks, water. And um, as you add more of this, you're going to be challenging yourself with a weighted bag, and this helps to get yourself ready with carrying something heavier. And as you're trekking along, um, this will get it more uh, in balance, too. You want to keep yourself fueled, um, your internal self, and it's important that you uh, stock up with enough water and hydration um, eating uh, certain things like nuts and dried fruit, um, mousse, you know, some some chocolate are all good. And there's also areas of um, healthy snacks that uh, help as quick sources of energy and protein, and these are good to have in your day pack. As you also are in there, uh, you look at uh, having uh, ways to. Um, be able to stop along the way and have, you know, a snack um, because just having trekking along, you're going to want to take time to enjoy the the route. Some people go on a trek and they're they're so they're they're focused on a goal of a certain number of miles, and what happens sometimes is they get so focused on getting from the entry area into the end destination, they don't take time in between to enjoy the um, the life around in in the nature area um, that you know has its own pace. And when we do that, we can find ourselves enjoying something that we may not have actually um, been planning. And that helps not just the um, the information that you take away from from the experience, but also uh, gives you a different sense. Your feet are your most critical part of your body during this focus, and we need to um, be invest in a good pair of of quality water resistant hiking. Um, you know, boots if you want. Um, and so it's also important that when you start out that you not just purchase them and then try to 
put them on and wear them right away. You want to wear them as you're exercising too to get ready because then you're you're going to have a more comfortable uh, track because then your feet are going to be happier because they're uh, used to the, the different uh, pairs that you um, have put together and you're used to stepping in them. So as we look at this, you might want to um, take some action and um, if you're doing a treadmill or other internal exercising, sometimes we want to actually uh, combine that with an every other day and um, get yourself outside to embrace nature uh, doing some different focuses. And as you do this, um, you're going to be pe- preparing yourself in a, a combined way. But it's important to um, start off small and think about this as a small, not being a, in a small way, but it's walking maybe three miles and or less. And um, if you're doing it inside, um, it's different than if you're doing it outside. But there's different, in the, in the um, attitude area, it is taking a look at altitude, slope, and terrain as this builds up the challenge and it helps your distance and adding gradually to something that you're um, going to be doing outside. Some of it you may not know how the trail is when you're first getting a start because you haven't been on it before possibly or you haven't been in this on this date with nature and you're you're just prepping for it. So uh, it's important to find a um, well-maintained and starting out with a, a well-traveled trail that has little elevation and mild steepness. So as you're starting out this relationship, you're going to possibly be approaching it a little different than um, someone that has had a lot of experience uh, being out in nature and possibly on a different terrain and um, having it such that um, they would be uh, more um, actively involved and have been in for a bit of time. So we start out with uh, pacing ourselves, and when we think of pacing ourselves, we also are looking at ways that Uh, we're gathering our focus and pacing is um, is a way to take time also that um, we want to take the the um, opportunity to not be in that mode of just from entry into the destination but take time to pause along the way to actually build up our knowledge about this environment that we're in So on a quick note, we're going to take a pause and we will be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. 
These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment, for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space. We are talking about having a date with nature and getting ourselves in a mindset to be open to um, what comes up. And sometimes we don't know exactly how our trek is going to be when we go out into nature. Um, It's interesting because a lot of our uh, children and our families um, are uh, not out there in our outdoors as much as, as they have in the past. And we want to start creating a lasting connection with the natural world as much as possible. Um, Looking at it, it's um, looking at it from a perspective that having uh, the ability to have hope in a way that um, possibly um, nature has hope because it survives the different weather that happens and it has a lot of different processes going on on a regular basis. What it does is as we are connected and look at the future, we're trying to um, come together with some hope and have uh, ability to show that there is a brighter future because we're becoming more focused. And how do we encourage um, others to do this? We, you know, we know that change and positive developments happen um, because different processes go on. We're looking for ways to um, have more, um, you know, things happen in a philosophy that change is possible. And if we work together, we can we can make this so that we are able to embrace nature wherever we are and still have the knowledge that um, it is going to be possible to uh, have access to trails and mountains as we're, we're with a natural world, creating a better uh, window of, you know, being able to not just look out, also be there. So what kind of weather, you know, essentially we want to embrace nature, but we have to look at it 
you know, as, okay, nature has its own patterns and we may want to um, be able to grab a back backpack for ourselves when we're starting out that has a bit of different um, solution in there with, you know, clothing and, you know, bottles for water and having an ability to have those around and ready to go so that if you have um, the opportunity, you can go and uh, step into an opportunity pretty quick without having to um, put together a whole packet of something to be able to share this. And as a culture, we're, we have a kind of a... Um, a focus of inactivity because we of certain you know weather patterns. We're, we want to become a warrior in a, in a mindset, saying, "Okay, it doesn't matter what the weather. You know, the rain, sleet, heat, or snow, whatever is happening outside, we're ready to go." And I think um, from the standpoint of being a pet, you know, a dog um, owner. Um, this is one of the elements that um, some people have a difficulty stepping outside in all kinds of weather, even though your dog needs to go outside and wants to be outside for a, a quick way, maybe. But um, some of us don't have that same desire. So it becomes kind of a pull in um, our process to say, okay, well, uh, if you come up with a different mindset saying, okay, I'm going to be outside and I'm ready to do so and I'm prepared looking at it from a different perspective, you're going to find yourself um, with a higher feeling of opportunity too because then you'll be looking at it more from a positive rather than from a negative and that does help um, when we are trying to be present. There's a lot of power being present, and um, when we have this in our mindset and look at it um, in a certain way, we will be able to um, find, you know, calm and peace within a chaotic day. Um, and it's it's can be very simple, but uh, like Dick Nan Han said, walk as if you are kissing the earth with your feet. And it's, that's a, a very simple concept in a way, but it's also difficult to put into practice. And as we look at um, how our days start out and also end, and a lot of our concept is we're out of control uh, within our day, we may not be actually present in all of our uh, relationships during the day. And yet, you know, some of the concepts here is you can um, look at this from a simple, simple place of saying, okay, I'm going to walk into my day as opposed to being looking for ways to zip around in um, electronics. And um, so some of the aspects of being with nature or choosing to have a relationship in a different level is how you move yourself. And you might want to add these thoughts that you make choices to say, 
if you're um, parking in an environment, um, park further away from where you have to go. So you're able to give yourself a, a bit more time to get from where you um, uh, first enter your goal to get from point A to B and give yourself space so that you can also explore something that you may not have known is already around with, within that same area. And um, when we are present, we're going to see things in a different level too, when we're, we're actually looking for opportunity to experience something that's um, along and um, maybe not known when you first start out. So as you're working yourself into a schedule and identifying areas within your schedule to give yourself a gift of five minutes even and be present in a different environment, go a different direction, um, make note of these different locations that you want to explore. As you're being more present, you're going to find yourself with curiosity and it gives you some time to um, practice something that maybe, uh, you know, it's, it's practice that becomes the, uh, that's what really matters because being present is fairly simple, but practicing is where it's an area that most people don't learn to be present because they don't practice. And so as you become more regularly focused this way, you're going to find it in more of the um, uh, mental area that you're not having to think about it. And you're going to find yourself with that sense of calm and it can actually give you a sense of leisure because you're able to feel like it's going to be such that you can choose five minutes to go down a different route and explore something. And that also makes it um, a change of attention needed so that as you pay attention and you find yourself, when you pay attention, you're going to be much more aware of yourself and how your sensations and your thoughts. And when you notice your thoughts, you're paying attention and you're going to find yourself um, becoming aware of more when you become aware that there's different things around you, you become more present. And so it kind of goes around and around in a way. But um, as you're doing this, um, it's something that you want to find a way to um, have a what's called a mindfulness bell come off in your head that says, okay, you're wanting to get yourself into a more present moment. And maybe it's as simple as Every time you come to a stop sign, if you're driving, you would you know, have that as a trigger to say, oh, I need to be more present. And so you, you have some quick practice going on here as you find this, this little reminders, whatever it is for you. And you um, are able to become aware and then bring yourself back to the present moment. Um, it's, you know, practice repeatedly is really beautiful because every step you do this uh, becomes a, a simple uh, and simpler approach and you find yourself, you can become calm in modes that maybe uh, in the past were actually buildup of emotion. 
And when you do this, you're going to find that um, you, you will become calmer and calmer. And as you practice, then it becomes the ability to switch into a more uh, calm mode that uh, if you find yourself um, in a uh, situation, uh, Thich Nhat Hanel said, drink your tea slowly and reverently as if it is the axis on which the world earth revolves slowly, evenly, without rushing toward the future. Live the actual moment. Only this moment is life. And when we work up our courage to start saying um, yes to certain things and we say, okay, um, we're working up courage to not just ask ourselves, but also arrange for ourselves to move out of our um, comfort zone possibly. And so there are different mindsets of thinking in terms of nature, uh, getting out in nature possibly, uh, we could approach this almost as a first date. And when we work up the courage to say um, we want to step forward, um, you know, and think back when, way back there possibly, but think back when, when you've had a first date, how does that really um, feel? And what was, what was the excitement? Um, part of the hardest part was planning your first date. And this can be nerve wracking, you know, when we were um, first in a relationship of ourselves and working on thought thinking about getting together with someone else um, think in term you use the same concept as okay on a first date with nature how do I want to plan this date so that you have a good time and and show that you're actually present you don't want to um, feel like it's a uh, investment of, of time and um, and rather in a loose philosophy, say, okay, well, um, I'm not really serious about this. So we, we sometimes need to bring it back to just a really simple uh, process for ourselves. And, and so um, this is where it's curious as we think of nature as a being um, and we have we are desiring to have a relationship with it, so that we're not always starting and stopping our our approach. When we think of okay, I won't want to go for a walk outside. I want to uh, feel the the breeze. I want to be present. Um, some of these we we have the the best intentions, but then we get caught up in our own challenges. So um, if we're very serious about changing out our habits, sometimes we have to put ourselves into a practice mode of saying, okay, well, let's bring it back to how to actually um, set up a first date. And so some of this might seem a bit silly, but um, what we want to do in that that frame is we want to choose the first date location. What's the right first date location? And so the location um, sets the tone for your experience. And so in a date with nature, 
you know, we might want to look at it as a location around where you live, possibly that's not too far away. So you're able to um, practice um, without too much planning and say, okay, um, having it a low pressure place that you're focusing and you're able to connect within that area um, and have it more like um, the scenario in an area that's um, going to give you pleasure of experiencing um, scenery that's uh, maybe um, a park overlooking water or a, a, a pond or um, an area that is out from the, the downtown area. So it's becoming more from a true natural area that you might have birds and, and other insects and um, you're, you can experience a variety of different things. Um, and so it, it, it's a choice of where do you want to first try this? And uh, if it feels uncomfortable going into a certain area, you also want to make sure that um, you're able to change that location if you're not feeling comfortable in that. But you want to uh, prepare yourself for not just the location, but how is it you show up there. Um, if you're um, wanting to take pictures, you know, take your camera and... Um, not be on the phone and engaged with other people elsewhere. You want to be engaged with your environment. So with a camera and not your phone, maybe the camera has a f make, is in your phone, but if you keep yourself focused on being in the camera mode to <clears throat> take pictures and enjoy the scenery, that would be a, a, a choice. Um, or just leave the phone at uh, a different location and take a simple camera. So we want to um, have you know a first state of uh, looking at the locations. You know how are you going to show up there, um, and what do you want to take with you? And in that choice mode, you're uh, planning to. Um, maybe walk a certain location tra trail. Um, so you're doing some looking at um, your map or possibly drawing a map, uh, feeling the curiosity and the excitement of exploring something as an almost an adventure. So you might actually want to uh, take notes as you go with what did you experience when you went there. Um, and being and showing up, um, being present, uh, what was there? Was there a surprise? Did you learn something new that you didn't know existed? Either the location had uh, new things happening, or possibly you experienced something that was um, new. And as you're doing this, you're going to find yourself. Um, in that exploratory mode with curiosity and um, your whole system is going to be experiencing a big shift because you are open and you're, um, you're going to find yourself feeling different as you experience these things um, as you're entering and uh, trying out your ideas, taking notes, practicing 
before yourself in this relationship and feeling total expansion. So um, on a quick note, we're going to take a pause, explore a little bit of curiosity here, and we will be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits, and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. We're talking about having a date with nature. And we're talking about um, how we um, prepare for this, you know, in a mindset. Sometimes we may have had experience in the past where, you know, we um, have had the best intentions, but we don't quite get there for whatever reason. And uh, we want to have ourselves in a different uh, frame so that, um, we have a date concept. We're saying, okay, well, we want to <clears throat> have a good location so we can practice the relationship and get so that we're able to practice in a way that um, we're training ourselves so that we step out into uh, a better relationship, possibly, than we've had before. So, some of this is starting with some self-compassion, too, because we don't want to beat ourselves up from our past experience. We want to look at it that we're practicing and we're looking forward because we want to be able to do this more in a, an easier way and not having to have it such a big event in a way. We want to be able to... Uh, move ourselves into different scenarios that we are comfortable in and not have them big 
events that we have to prepare for or treat so um, as unusual. So practice, we, we say practice makes perfect. And as we look at this mindful process, we're practicing so that we can be able to be more calm and have the experience of um, if we are in a location that is a surprise to us, that we can actually go a different route and say, oh, well, look at this one that we discovered. We're going to be aware and enjoy the experience and be able to shift in a way that um, might be totally new to us, but when we practice and practice in a way so that we're able to um, have it become more of a habit, then we're going to start carrying it with us, and it'll be um, it'll be surprising sometimes because when you do this, your whole system, your whole being, is presenting as a mirror in a different way. So others are going to find you are in a mindset that maybe is new to them. As you are changing, you may be more calm than you normally are, and they're going to notice, like, well, what did you do? How did you change? Or what what have you changed about yourself or discovered? Um, Sometimes that can create curiosity because someone may not know that uh, you've been practicing. And as you change, you're going to be learning from the past, applying it to the, to the, to the recent um, activities, maybe learnings to say, well, I need to do this a little differently or whatever. And um, it becomes a, uh, a new experience. And so as you experience more of these new uh, opportunities and feel good about them, your whole uh, presentation of yourself is going to change, and, and others do notice that. It's a different vibe. It's also a different philosophy. So, you might have um, your whole person be more calm, and that creates a calm awareness around you that others are going to notice. And that's pretty exciting because that is some, some ways that um, help uh, create a like a ripple effect. The more that we're not um, creating more turmoil or chaos around ourselves, then um, our worlds can become quieter and more calm. Um, hopefully, it is um, you know a way to reciprocate as you learn to be more calm, and um, others are that you're relating to are curious about it, they're going to desire to feel that calm too or feel the the sparkle of um, learning something in a way that um, they're going to have curiosity and, and want to expand into that direction too. So it, there's, um, you know, a from a, a process of dating, you know, there's ways and things that um, there's been a lot of information shared about different approaches and whatever. And this sounds kind of extreme, having a date with nature, but as we really look at uh, having a schedule and ways to open ourselves to different thought process, process, processes and possibilities, um, 
having a, a real simple approach and saying, okay, this is how I'm presenting myself to this situation. Um, when you step into the environment of nature, because it is a whole different being, full of a lot of beings, open up yourself to be participating and share with them the same environmental approach to not come steamrolling into the environment and saying, okay, here I am. Um, there are a lot of uh, challenges when we approach things that way. It disturbs the other beings in that environment, and some of it can be very detrimental. So we want to be able to look at our processes and say, okay, well, here's the gentle approach, or here's the way to um, benefit from the relationship, um, and take a look at how we present ourselves. Um, and it's important not just from a, a dating perspective, um, that is more from a relationship perspective and the care that you give for yourself and for where you are um, is going to be helpful for, for the, um, the whole combination. Um, as we take a look at our own body language and we, we look at it from... Uh, how it's verbal or nonverbal. You know, when we share the environment in um, a quiet way rather than the loudest way we can communicate, um, or we're taking a look at ourselves, not that we're out of control, we're in control and aware that we are in the, a quiet mode and look at how to um, basically integrate with, you know, what's going on around us. In a positive way, we set off, you know, a positive vibe, and other um, relations will pick up on that vibe. So um, there are different cues that we share, and um, our behavior as a person is different if you're by yourself than if you're with others. So we want to be sure that we're um, also aware of how we relate to. Um, not just the situation, but knowing what's going on in the um, related areas so that we're behaving ourselves correctly um, and learning that you know, we want to um, be conscious about how we are showing up. And when we um, are able to do this, we're going to find uh, other things happening possibly that we don't even um, plan. You know, we can be observing a, maybe a, a being that's within the, the natural environment that possibly you may not run into uh, if you're just plowing through the environment um, and not paying attention. I mean, a lot of it's like taking a look at a flower. You know, there's a whole world in a flower. And if you take a few minutes even to take your um, lens of a camera and really look deep into a flower, there's just, it's so beautiful and it's so, uh, so much of a system that we don't know about when we're first really exploring. And as we're curious, um, we want to not just be curious, but also uh, look at, at things with curiosity and, and um amazement um, so that your your awareness becomes even more um, 
in a feeling mode. You're going to be more uplifted as you take a look at some of this um, out in nature because it's so awesome. And nature does such a wonderful, uh, you know, step by step without um, us telling it, you have to do this or that or whatever. And um, it's just, it's rather awesome when you step back and, and let that curiosity uh, go into different areas and be in awe. It's a different feeling. And when you're in feeling mode, um, you're going to be exploring in a different level too. And, and that becomes even more um, exciting um, in, a, in a different way. So it's taking a look and it's also learning to be quiet and listen um, listening is very important, and you're going to learn a lot of, about not just yourself and also how when you listen, uh, you may learn something not just from yourself, but other uh, systems are, are happening, and maybe it will help to connect the dots on something that you may not have known before. So there's um, having a date. You know, there's lots of pre presentations, not just us being one date person, you know, nature is ready to be available, is available. And um, it's important just to present, you know, ourselves um, as ourself and step forward into the process. And, um, you know, the steps here are maybe very simple, but it's also taking a, a different uh, aspect, making it fun, so that when you think about having a date, you know, we look at um, feelings from the past and how we may have goofed up possibly, but we can go forward with a different mindset and possibilities. And when you look at the, in hindsight, the moments you've missed, there are lots of things that possibly are um, things that disappear into the past. But when you think of it, uh, go out and explore. Mother Nature has a lot to offer us. And this is a fascinating journey. So we can look forward, going forward. And as we think about this, too, um, there's a poem I wrote about um, creators. And when I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I'm truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I am made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And as we look at this process, um, it can feel and sound so simple, but when you take it from a higher level, you want to pay attention how you're presenting yourself and how the environment will respond um, or not, and making sure that it is in the right environment that and the approach that you're taking is in the right mindset so that you can have a fabulous date with nature and come away with total awe and um, and make another date 
with nature so you can go out and explore because there's you know nature has unlimited opportunities and it changes all the time so you don't have to go very far to actually experience this so on that note um we are looking forward to um having another time and another pause and we will be back later Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.